Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 231, 10 basics you need to know to organize your home with Mika Perry. At the beginning of a new year, we are thinking deeply about what needs to be different in our lives. I know I sure am and that you are too. Have you ever considered how important your living space is to setting up the environment you need to have around you in order to change the rest of your life? Well, I have a little theory. How we show up within our own homes is how we show up to the rest of our lives. How we show up with our organization and our systems and how intentionally we are organizing our mind, space, and time directly correlates to how we are showing up with everything else that matters to us. Maybe on your list for 2020 is organization. Well, this month we are talking all about get started. That is our theme for January. And I am purposefully starting with our first guest interview, sharing the most practical episode we have in the lineup. Because when you change your organization, you change your life. Today, we are hearing from Mika Perry. She is a professional organizer and podcaster at Good To Be Home. But before you get intimidated, this did not come naturally to Mika. 
being more organized and systemized and intentional and purposeful about her life. And I adore her as much for her practical tips and teaching on organization that she does on Instagram and through her courses as I do her purposeful, intentional way of living. And that is what I'm drawn to the most. Essentially, you do not need to be perfect at this. You don't need to be a perfect organizer. You don't need to have it all together. This does not need to come naturally to you. You just have to start. So today we are covering 10 of the basics that Mika suggests to getting organized within your home. Let's do this. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. Here you will get interviews and teachings that guide you towards meaningful growth and living the life you want without losing yourself in the process to perfectionism. Listen in to get lovingly pushed by our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. In order to get accepted to my free Facebook group for About Progress, I have people fill out three questions and two of those are, what is one area of your life that you are working on right now? And the second is, what is something you have been avoiding doing or facing? Over and over and over again, the same answer has shown up for both of those questions and it's organization. That is why for a year I have been planning and the last six months working so hard on my first ever audio course to answer this very important need that you have. It's called the Organization Overhaul and it's designed to help you jumpstart organizing your mind, space, and time, which are the three most important categories to organization. For 12 weeks, you will receive 24 lessons with 12 guest teachers on everything from morning and night routines, organizing your pantry and kitchen, how to deal with procrastination, and planning a better to-do list, and way more. When you change your organization, you change your life. And right now, you can get this course before the prices go up $30 on February 1st. You can either choose lifetime access or one-year access at different price points. But for my listeners, I have a special code for you. You can get the lifetime access to the course with the one-year access cost. Using the code PROGRESS, one word, all caps, you can get the $297 valued course for only $77. I wanted to make this accessible for so, so many of you. Get the jumpstart you need to overhaul your organization through Organization Overhaul. Go to aboutprogress.com slash organization overhaul to learn more and to see the guest teachers in our curriculum and enroll before prices go up by $30 each access level price. To celebrate the launch of the Organization Overhaul, I am hosting a free five-day challenge From January 20th through 24th, all online and free, you can join the You Can Get Organized Challenge. I think the most problem people face with organization is more that they think they cannot get it together. They are convinced that they are not naturally an organized person. You might be saying, I am not an organizer. Well, in this free challenge, me and the five guest teachers will for free, again, coach you through answering five questions that will help you uncover what is getting in the way of you being an organized person so you can finally start catching more balls than you drop. 
go to aboutprogress.com slash organization challenge to sign up. Again, it's free. It's only five days and we're making it as doable and practical as a way for you to uncover why you are not organized and what you can do about it. I hope it's so reflective in my voice just how excited I am for everything about the organization course and the organization challenge coming up. And I really hope that you sign up for one or both of those um, so that it can help you so much transform your life in 2020. We are now going to move on to my interview with Mika. At the very beginning of our interview, her microphone, the wrong microphone was picking up, but then we switched it and it's just maybe two minutes long. So just know that going into it. And I also want to remind you to stay until the end so you can hear our new progress pointers that's going to be at the end of each episode that helps you so that you know exactly what you need to learn from the episode at hand. And I'm also going to share bloopers at the very end of every single episode. Especially in this episode, um, we're talking about organization, but we talk about a lot of things. I distill it down to 10 basics in the progress pointers for you. All right, let's turn to Mika, and she's going to introduce herself right now. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Mika Perry. I am a mom of three, a blogger, an entrepreneur, and a podcaster. I'm the co-host of the podcast, Good to Be Home. And it's just so good to be here and chat with you. Um, I love the whole topic of perfectionism and progress and beating overwhelm. So I am really happy to be here today. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. I mean, I'm a huge fan of everything you teach. You are so giving with what you do online and really help people transform their lives. And oftentimes, um, I'm sure people judge you as a perfectionist because mm-hmm. of what you have um, with within your home being so organized and so clear. But what I see in you is not that. I see someone who is so intentional about their lives and even what they have, like physically in their lives, but also how they spend their time. And so for many reasons, you are here today, Mika, to talk to people who are feeling so overwhelmed about their homes. And we're really getting that simple with it. Like they're overwhelmed about their homes and they have no idea where to start, how to structure getting the organized down in their home again and doing it with intention instead of burnout. So that's why we're here. So before we do that though, first Mika, um, I just want to know, like, was this something that you were naturally good at from a young age or is this, this, uh, living with intention and, um, paring things down and being organized? Was that something you grew into more as you so, grew up? Yeah. So yes and no is the answer to that. So uh-huh. yes, yes. in the fact that I naturally do like to be organized and I do have kind of a creative side, which I think is surprising to some when they think of someone who's super organized, they kind of assume, like you mentioned with perfectionism, also kind of like this very type A controlling personality. And I don't feel that I'm that way. Um, So I have more kind of like a creative side. And one of my memories, I distinctly remember like in third grade, um, organizing my closet and spacing my hangers and putting things in color order and just being really happy Mm -hmm. with it. I didn't grow up with much. Um, My dad was a teacher and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I'm I'm an only child. And so maybe this is me just uh, entertaining myself, (laughs) but um, I'm just in my room and, and organizing. So I have enjoyed organization. However, the no part of the answer is that just like any other mom, like as I got married, as I started to, you know, build a home for my family and I always worked full time, Um, I got overwhelmed and I felt like I couldn't get ahead 
of managing the home and keeping things, you know, physical things, but also my schedule and my time and my energy. Um, it was really challenging for me. And so what I did is I started with really small areas um, of my home and also at work. So my background was initially in wealth management and then I became a teacher. And so I would organize my, um, my classroom for my students. And um, in you know, my home and at the workplace, and when I was a stay-at-home mom, I eventually left teaching and I was at home, um, I, I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna look for the places that I, I can get a grasp on and kind of implement what I've seen done. You know, we're talking like labels or bins. And, and so I started with a small area of my laundry room. Actually, it was uh, batteries. <laughs> I like separated oh, yeah. our ba batteries and put them in these really clear, cheap bins, right? And label them like double A, triple A, and D. And I felt like I had my life back in control just because <laughs> I knew I knew where the batteries are. And then I also loved like with teaching and even when I was staying at home with my daughter, um, I loved like crafts and being kind of creative, like I said. And so I had, you know, my hot glue gun and stencils and stickers for various things. And so I got just really simple shoe bins and created a little system with that. And back then they you know, there, there weren't a lot of organizing products out like there are now. Um, and Marie Kondo wasn't a thing yet. So it wasn't very well known yet about, you know, kind of organizing. And so I just like typed up labels on a Word doc and cut them out and literally like taped them to the bins because yeah. I couldn't find cute, cute DIY, labels. DIY, yeah. Totally DIY, totally. And, um, and in doing that, again, I was so excited because every time you needed a hot glue gun, I knew where the hot glue gun was. Mm -hmm. And so it was these very small wins that introduced me to the benefit of having physical systems in your home. And from that, I started to practice and then I launched a professional organizing company. And I ran that for several years here in Scottsdale, Arizona and, um, and built a team of organizers. And so that was my launch into entrepreneurship and owning my own business and running that and also got me into other people's homes and other people's scenarios. And it was mostly moms um, in you know, a home with many people living in it and just this very broad sense of overwhelm and not being able to keep up and being frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I love that I was coming in and solving problems and helping them with their spaces, but also just kind of gaining time back. And that sense of like, oh, you know, I got it. <laughs> I got some things, you know, things are not perfect. Um, I never liked pushing the idea of perfection um, because that's something I struggled with, like you, Monica. And, mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, through that process, I learned so much about myself. I learned a lot about what others out there are struggling with. And, um, and so when I actually kind of sold my, my professional organizing business, which is still running here in Scottsdale with the, pretty much the same team I trained mm -hmm. and hired. Um, so while I'm no longer in client spaces, uh, I now do it online. I teach women online through my Instagram, through the podcast, um, and through various, you know, the, the blog, uh, various mediums, um, just, you know, small things that you can do um, in a variety of ways that you can kind of gain that control back. Okay. We just got Mika to fix her microphone issues. So now it's picking up the right one, um, but it was too good to have her go back and redo that. So thank you for just continuing on the progress track here. You're in, you're in good company with That's our audience. Right. Yes. Um, but Mika, 
I, I, I should have known that you had all these other career paths behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to know that you were a former teacher because so am I. Um, but it's so clear in that that's part of a big passion for you to really teach and help people gain back that time that they're missing and the calm. Um, so that's what we want people to get to. And today I want to help us by first talking about what are the mistakes a lot of people make when they're January 1st mm-hmm. and they're doing that thing where they're like, organize everything. I'm going to yes. do it all right away. Um, what are some of the mistakes they're making? Well, that is, you know, I want to stick to the positive. Like that is so awesome. Like that feeling January 1st, it's a great feeling. So I want everyone to hold on to that and ride it. But some of the common things that um, I would, I guess would say mistakes, but you know, just kind of flipping the switch on it. Um, first is to not think of it as a whole home or like an overhaul. I think that is overwhelming. An overhaul is overwhelming. And when you look at your whole home, um, it it can be daunting. And especially if you're not um, experienced in organizing, um, Mm. you know, and or you just have so many things going on. I mean, we all do. It, It can feel really overwhelming. So what I suggest is to make sure to start small. That means um, organizing a drawer, a cabinet, maybe even your purse, maybe your car. Um, I really love um, the idea of personal organization because I really think a lot of where the disarray, where the overwhelm, where, you know, you feel like you have clutter everywhere and you just don't know where to start. It's really great a lot of times to kind of reflect inward. And when you are personally feeling your personal space, um, your personal time and energy, when that's feeling like cluttered and all over the place, you're going to have an even harder time trying to apply that to your home. So I really love to give women permission, to give them encouragement, to think of what they can do for themselves to get Mm -hmm. organized, themselves organized, like your purse, your car, your immediate surroundings, Mm -hmm. not even your home. So to even go much more inward and personal. And that will, it it is a smaller space to organize. Um, And it doesn't involve anyone else. (laughs) So you're not Mm -hmm. talking about your kids and your husband and how disorganized they are. It's just you. And um, it's easier to have a win that way. Um, So yeah, so I really love what if you can start small. Um, Another thing is I see this so often, especially when I went into client homes, is purchasing the organizing products as the first step. Yeah. And the Mm -hmm. truth is that that should be your very last step when organizing. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason being, if you go out there, you have very good intentions. Again, that positivity of like, all right, let's (laughs) do our whole home. Um, And you buy the bins and they're on sale for January at Target or wherever. And you buy all these bins thinking that's what's going to get you organized. When in fact, you come home, you realize the bins don't fit on the shelf that you intended to put them on. Uh, You don't have enough, or maybe you have too many, or you have have uh, more categories of items than bins. And it's just, you, it's kind of like blind, buying blindly. Yeah. And instead, what I would suggest is to start with taking everything out, whether that's your drawer, your purse, if you're going to go for something like the garage or your closet, like good for you. Um, but really categorizing and figuring out what you even have first. And then at the very last step, buying the product. And then that's where everything kind of comes together. So it's not the bins that necessarily organize you. It's all the steps before that. Oh, that 100% makes sense. And that's what I adore about 
how you teach things because it really is the, you know, put the oxygen on your, uh, your face first <laughs> with this personal organization, but the small wins here, because I think that's what people are missing, right? When they're getting into the neck deep and organizing everything, they're not really getting any wins anywhere because yeah. they're doing it all. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to get a win in a giant, you know, messy garage. Um, mm -hmm. That's overwhelming. And even as a professional organizer, like a garage was overwhelming when you're starting. Um, and so it really is like, think small, like a drawer is a great place. And actually, if you go to my blog, um, you can see a lot of examples of drawer organization because I really love to encourage that because you can practice the steps of organizing start to finish, including product implementation at the end. So much more easily in a drawer, in a single drawer. Like that's manageable. You can empty out that drawer pretty quickly. You can put things back and decide what you need to get much more easily than say a closet or a garage. Um, and also much more economical too. You're not buying a ton of things. They're just a few drawer dividers. Well, I just had a light bulb moment here. You know, a lot of people just automatically say, oh, I'm lazy or I'm disorganized or, you know, they, they label themselves as something other than an organizer. But what you just taught me here is, you know, organizing really is a skill yeah. and it's something that you have to just like any other skill start at a oh. small place and build those muscles and get them strengthened. And I like that you were even saying, even with the products that you buy to help you organize, start, start to work on those little organization muscles in small areas too, to even yes. learn those skills. Yes. And I love that you just said muscles because I find a lot of correlation between health and fitness and organizing it, yeah. you know, you can't work out hard for three, five days and expect lasting results. It really is small steps, daily commitments. And sometimes that's not fun. Sometimes you don't want to do it. Um, but you know, doing those small things over time adds up to a more organized life, a more organized home, a more organized, you know, schedule. All of that comes with daily habits. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Ooh, okay. So this really does become more of a way you live. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's the end goal in sight, right? But at the beginning, when you're still starting out, we'll focus on the small wins and the skills that you want to start creating within yourself and then the systems, and then, you know, lasting, making the systems last. Is that kind of a good order for them to go yeah. on or what would yes. you say? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always love to say, well, two things. One is very much aligned with 
you and your listeners here and why we're all here today is, you know, beating perfection. And I really want to remind everyone here that organizing is not about perfection. Although it looks like it on Instagram, although it looks like it on Pinterest, that is kind of like a visual end result oftentimes is it looks quote unquote perfect. Mm -hmm. But striving for perfection in organization, it like anything is pretty much unattainable because life happens and your spaces have to be flexible. You have kids coming in and out. You're going to need some fine tuning and and readjustment every now and then. So it's not this like crystallized space that's going to stay, you know, perfect Mm. or whatever. Um, What I instead love to encourage is the idea of organization as being preparation. It's helping you. It's systems and strategies and spaces that help you you be more prepared for your life and so that you're not looking for something. You're not caught off guard by something that popped up and you didn't, you forgot about it. You know, you're running around like saying, oh, I knew I had this somewhere, but I don't know where it is. And just that overwhelm and that frustration, that is not being prepared. But organization is knowing where to find things. It's knowing where to put things away. It really saves you time and is pretty freeing. And I know, you know, as we're talking about January motivation and like, how do I get motivated with this, you know, do it all and let's get our home organized. And, and I always say, you know, don't wait for motivation. So that's my second thing to remember is don't wait for motivation. Action creates motivation. And so when you do the drawer, when you do the cabinets, when you do your purse, your car, whatever you choose, that action then leads to motivation because you see the results. So kind of, you know, going to the gym, you start seeing results by taking action and then that gets you motivated. And it's the exact same thing for organization. Okay. So this is incredible. Organization is preparation. Action creates motivation. Mm -hmm. What else do they need to have in mind as they're looking at their entire home? Yes. So as you're kind of starting and going through, um, another thing to remember is the difference between decluttering and organizing. Because to me, I believe they're two separate things. So decluttering is actually one that you can approach the whole house, maybe even Mm. in a day if you were very, very motivated, if you really wanted to jump into action there. Um, But decluttering just means removing what you no longer need. Very simple. Um, But organization and organizing is actually creating systems for your belongings. So that's the difference there. And a lot of times you will, one, you know, someone will tackle the kind of the organizing side of it, like trying to create a system, but they haven't decluttered yet. And so they get frustrated because they can't find space for all the things to make a cohesive and functional system. They're just dealing with too much. So that's when they, you know, have a missing piece of decluttering that they should consider doing first. Okay. And then likewise, someone may be going on a decluttering, you know, spree through their house. Like, I'm getting rid of, you know, I don't need this. I don't need that kind of like tossing over their shoulders and like, yeah, feeling great. Like they're decluttering. But then they feel like, wait, you know, as they kind of go through their day, maybe their weeks, maybe a month they realize they're kind of decluttered all over again. And that's because they didn't do the other part, which is organizing and setting up the system for your belongings. Uh So it really is two separate things that have to exist together Mm -hmm. to really create that super functional, easy to use system in home and life. So Mika, when you say systems, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I know what you mean, but how about you clarify what that yeah. Yep. A system. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And system can sound very like boring <laughs> and maybe like, oh, what is it? What does it mean? So I'm glad you asked. Uh, 
and a system just means a, uh, you know, maybe like in a pantry, it means it's all the, the baskets with the labels. It's the containers in, mm-hmm. in a kitchen. Um, you know, it's, uh, the dividers in your drawer, maybe for your, your silverware or, um, in an office, it's your filing system. It's where you put your paper in your bathroom. It's where you have your, you know, how your drawer or your countertop is set up for all of your dental products or I don't know, your contacts <laughs> or your makeup drawer or where you have your hair products. Um, in your kids' spaces, it's you know a system for their books. It's a system for their school clothes versus their extracurricular activity clothes. It could just, I mean, just be their closet as a whole system. Um, I'm actually sitting in my girl's bedroom today recording this with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of the last carpeted areas of our home. And <laughs> as you know, as podcasters, you and I know a carpeted space is good for sound. Um, so anyway, so I'm sitting here and behind me is a system and it's a closet and it's knowing where to find a dress, a shirt, pants, and where to put those items back when you're done using them. So that's what a system is. And I see it very much, um, working together with your routines and how you live, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, where to put the clothes when you take them off, you know, um, where to find things, you know, the, the system, um, that, that just kind of kicks into gear automatically when your kids get home from something and where to put the things and where to find what they need. I, it does feel like a place of freedom, really. It, and you've said is. that word a few times, but it feels yeah. like it is. And I, and it's kind of like a myth buster where, you know, systems and routines sound really restrictive. And especially for someone that is very free spirited, they love being able to be spontaneous. Um, you know, the idea of routines and systems just sounds restrictive, but in fact, having routines and systems, especially as, you know, a busy woman, or if you're running a family or your mom or working, whatever you're doing, having routines and systems alleviates that like mental like decision fatigue that Mm -hmm. thing like you just know what to do so that's one less thing you need to decide it's one less thing you need to think about every single day it's already become a routine it's become a system so then all the other the time that you have left outside of that is when you can be spontaneous it's when you can do whatever the heck you want to (laughs) do and so in that that's what I mean by freedom Mm -hmm. So when someone is thinking about their lack of current systems, Mm -hmm. that also can be an overwhelming thing, or they're worried about burning out because they're trying to create all these new systems at once. What would you recommend they do to start in a way that's going to make uh, these new systems sustainable and the Mm -hmm. creation of the new uh, systems sustainable? Yes. Yeah. So first you have to create them. Um, so I would definitely encourage decluttering. I actually have a 30 day decluttering challenge on my blog. You can go um, head there. It's mikaterry.com. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, I did it back in September with my followers on Instagram and it was really fun. And that, it. and it really just like, let people see that it doesn't have to be scary. Like mm-hmm. it, it just, it, it can be broken down into really small things. And so that's a great way to start because then you can declutter and you have less things to organize and create a system around. And then now when you're ready to start creating a system, I would encourage looking at areas that kind of fit into two, um, two categories. One is maybe a zone of your most used areas and items in your daily life. So that could be like a drop zone around the entry of your home 
where all the backpacks, shoes, schedules, lunch, you know, boxes and water bottles, all those things go. Kind of looking at, okay, how can I make this work a little bit better? Um, and what are the categories of items that are here? How are people using them? What are the things that we reach for the most often? Because those are the ones that you want to make the most clear and accessible and you know where to find it and where to put it back every single day. Um, another place can be, you know, for me, I make like a protein shake in the morning, like a smoothie. And so I have a little station in my kitchen. So it's all in one zone. So I'm not running around in different parts of my kitchen grabbing ingredients. It's all right by the refrigerator, by the frozen fruit, by the ice, um, by my blender. It's all right there. Um, so thinking about, you know, just kind of like zones of your most used activities throughout your day, that's where you might want to invest your time and energy first into creating a system. And then another like yeah. And another category, yeah. yeah, another category that you might want to also look at if you're like, I, I don't know, or maybe there's just so many zones you can think of is think of the space that will excite you the most, or maybe it might seem the easiest because mm -hmm. again, going back to the, the smallest, you know, most like bite-sized doable part will encourage you that action will create that motivation and hopefully help you be motivated to start tackling more spaces. So think of just like the area that excites you the most, um, the, not the one that like you dread. So don't start yeah. with a space that you dread because that's really negative. Like let's focus on the positive. And if you're like, you know what? I saw a really cool inspo picture for a junk drawer or maybe, you know, your fridge, like January's like healthy eating back to, you know, um, more healthful habits, maybe the fridge, you know? So just think of like what gets you excited when you think about it more than the one that like brings you down. And what I love about that is when you do do that one area, you feel like an organizing rock star, you know, and it kind of changes the way you view yourself and it changes, um, your mindset about what you can do. And then it trickles down to other things. And yes. suddenly you can take on the harder things that you've been avoiding organizing yeah. because you already have these small but really big wins under your belt. Mm -hmm. And and as you do these spaces and you see the results and it's more organized, you're also, like you mentioned about like practicing, you're practicing all the steps of organizing, taking things out, putting things back in, um, creating, you know, like a system and categories and then getting the products. You will have practiced that and then you'll practice it some more. And so by the time you get to the parts that were daunting and overwhelming and you just did not want to do it, you know, like that scary hall closet or the, the guest bedroom that's just turned into like a bomb, um, you will have practiced those steps and those skills, like you mentioned, um, in smaller spaces and, and have seen how that works um, in a more like bite-sized way. So then you can apply that now to the bigger space. And that's got to help with the burnout too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So still working on building. And that's one thing I talk a lot about habits in general. Um, I talk about everything is buildable and you have to start somewhere, but we forget this with organizing, especially because I think we are thinking about the dreaded garage or the hall yeah. closet that nobody wants to touch. Um, so this, this makes it so much more doable. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at just what's immediately around you. 
Like I say, like, you know, I did the workshop with Rachel Nielsen, the Declutter Your Motherhood workshop. And um, in that, you know, I I wanted to show them how to organize, but we were in a, like this ballroom and, Mm -hmm. you know, of course we're not at home. So I told everyone to take out their purses and we practice organizing with our purses and just, I had everyone dump everything out on the table. It was really fun. Yeah. (laughs) I I gave an award to the person who had like the weirdest item (laughs) and, um, you know, no judgment at all. And and then we just, you know, put everything back and then it just, you literally feel lighter, mm-hmm. you know, um, when, when something's like taken care of like that. Well, what was the weirdest item? I have to know now. Oh, it was a, a fake piece of poop. Oh, what? <laughs> From uh, her son had this like okay. toy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that definitely wins. That takes a case yes. for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, Mika, anything else you can think of? Uh, what these people need to know. Just a last, hey, you got this tip. Yeah. I say focus internally. Focus inward first. Take a look at you, your energy, your time. You know, I love sharing and educating about not only physical spaces, but your time and your energy and through morning routines and night routines and really, you know, just taking care, like you said, of the oxygen mass, like take care of you and yourself first, because when you're trying to like take care of external things all the time, you, you feel drained and you eventually will not have the energy to organize your home and anything else that you want to try to do. So really um, take care and give space for yourself. Think of what you can organize just for your personal space, like the things that just you use, like maybe not the playroom, maybe not the common shared places. Like think of what you use in your daily activities and your day to day and start there. Start something small. And that's really going to let you see um, the benefits and see success and be much more motivated to keep going. So fantastic, Mika. You're so calming, but like um, Mm -hmm. also motivating at the same time. And it's such a different way of looking at things. It's not so intense and it's not so guilt and shame um, driven. So I'm I'm really grateful for all that you taught us today and all that you continue to teach people online. And I know that you have so many different ways that people can learn from you. So how about you tell us where they can find you and what they can um, learn from? from Yeah. So um, you can head to MikaPerry.com. Com. So that is my website. Uh, there's a blog there with a ton of different, you know, examples and resources of how I've organized my home. And you can also kind of sign up there for a free checklist of what I call the week start checklist. So it's 12 things you can do this weekend to be more organized. I'm all about seeing where you can intentionally plan for the time coming ahead. That's that preparation and organization. So um, that's a little bit of a guide there that you can use. And then I also have a link there to my two online courses. And it's an online course on morning and night routines, how to create and practice Ooh. morning and night routines. I'm yes. all about that. It is, it has been a game, game changer. changer. Oh, whoa. Oh we yeah. must be friends. Okay. <laughs> We are. Um, And then the other course is called the Organization Masterclass. And not only do I guide you through kind of the the myths of decluttering and organizing, kind of what we talked about here today, but also show you how to, you know, step-by-step organize a kitchen, a closet, different spaces in your home, but also your time and paper and 
photos and your schedule. Um, so really kind of a, a big, you know, a, a masterclass there. I really enjoyed putting that together. And I also have a private membership group for those who have taken the course. And I've really enjoyed that because I'm doing one-on-one -on -one quick calls with the group members there, kind of sharing all the different strategies and little tweaks and adjustments so that you can keep progressing. Oh, so fantastic. Mika, you're so yeah. good at what you do and you're so good at teaching us. So I'm really, really grateful that you'd be on the show today. And I just, again, want to just thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you, Monica. You have such a great uh, podcast here and I love you tackling and keeping awareness around perfection. Aren't you now the biggest fan of Mika? If you love her voice, you're going to love her podcast. Again, her podcast is Good To Be Home and she co-hosts it with her husband, Russ. I really, really love it. Um, so let me share the progress pointers. Again, these are the notes that I am taking, literally taking as I um, am doing these interviews. And I am doing this to help you then do something from what you learned today in the show. So that way you can go and take action. If you want a copy of each episode's progress pointers, sign up for my Go Getter newsletter by going to aboutprogress.com slash go getter and you can sign up there. And then at the end of each month, I'll send you a whole graphic that has the entire month's progress pointers in one place for you. Okay, here are the 10 basics. I distilled it down to 10 afterwards. So here they are. Numbers one through five are some organization basics from Mika, some of her suggestions. So number one, start with the small areas first. Break your work into small wins and start with what excites you. Number two, consider what can you organize that will personally benefit you the most? And as you do that, start with the inward of what you are needing right now. Number three, here is a simple two-step process uh, to go into an area that needs to be organized. First, you take everything out, then you purge and categories, categorize. The second is you then purchase the organization tools last to create functional spaces and systems for yourself. Number four for Mika, for larger areas, start with decluttering. Number five, think about your home in terms of zones and then stations within those zones. Okay, now six through 10, these are more things you need to remember about organization that are also for Mika. Number six, organization is a skill. Practice makes progress with this skill. You don't have to be good at it from the beginning. You just need to practice the skill of organizing. Number seven, Organization is about preparation, preparing your home to match the needs and wants in your life. Number eight, action creates motivation, not the other way around. Number nine, decluttering means removing what you no longer need. Organizing means creating systems to maintain what you need. Number 10, it's never a one and done thing with organization. Create systems that help you stay organized. Okay, that's it for the progress pointers for this lesson. Again, you can access that by signing up for our newsletter. Do you want to be more accountable and better implement what you learned today? Here are a few ways. First, I have free resources for you. Go to aboutprogress.com slash go-getter to sign up for our go-getter newsletter, where I send a weekly, we got this note, and at the end of each month, provide you with a free printable of all that month's progress pointers so you can keep track of what you learned and then do something about it. Also in the show notes, I've linked to our free private Facebook group where you can connect more with your kind of people. Second, expedite your growth with our exclusive online membership group, which is now at a very, very low doable fee. 
Here you will get access to a community of progressors on the next level, and you'll receive daily inspiration and accountability to advance your personal development. There you will also be able to participate in weekly lives with me, including some coaching calls, our monthly Grow Yourself book club, and you'll get special member-only access to this month's progress plan. Finally, be heard on this show. The last episode of each month is called Dear Progressor, and it is where our normal everyday listeners really shine. We can all learn from your own pointers and experiences. So send in your voice note, which is so easy to do. Learn how by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. And don't be shy. That's it for today, friends. Keep growing. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. Okay, this is so good. Um, Mika, there's a little bit of rustling. Um, I'm not oh, sure oh. what it is, but I just okay. wanted to tell you now. Okay. Not because right. it's going to be super distracting and it didn't interfere as much, but mm-hmm. I just know if like later on we're going to regret if we don't say, hey, let's make sure. Okay. I don't know what it is. Um, I may have been picking up a different microphone, so I... Oh, I think it was. It was. Okay. Do you want to start over? Well, I was just going to tell you what I can do is just explain that really briefly in the intro because what you just brought us through was too good. That's why I didn't interrupt <laughs> okay. you okay. because like everything you were, it, it just like, it connected so oh, many dots okay. about okay. your story and why we're here. Yeah. Um, and that's the great thing about having a podcast that focuses on progress instead of perfection. Wait, um, I, I can it. say that. Yeah, it is bringing okay. up a different sound. So, okay. um, okay. So do you want we, me to mention that? Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, okay. I'm going to cut out my little part here, but I'll say, okay. If you're hearing a difference in the voice, okay. that's why. Um, okay. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.